What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This was a challenge for blocking along the offensive line when the linebackers and the other team, they're, they're two guys that Kyle was talking about yesterday, Smith and Queen, who are kind of like your guys, Warner and Greenlaw. How much tougher is it to block these guys than, say, it was blocking linebackers 10, 15 years ago? I, it's it's always been hard. I mean, there's always been quality linebackers on every team I've ever been associated with when you play somebody. There's always a good player on the other side. Um, you know, you go back to when we were in Tampa with Derek Brooks and Hardy Nickerson and guys like that. They're outstanding inside. When you come through the first level, you get through Sap and, and you get through the, the guy. Next thing you know, or Booger McFarlane, next thing you know, you're trying to block Derek Brooks, right? Same thing. We had Jack Del Rio was playing middle linebacker guy named Eddie McDaniel in Minnesota. You know, there's always been a quality, quality. These two guys are outstanding inside linebackers. I mean, shoot, when I was in Baltimore back in the day, Ray Lewis and uh, and Bart Scott were the two inside linebackers. You know, there's always there's always quality inside linebackers. Now there's probably been a little bit more of a trend. I don't want, but I don't want to say those guys weren't athletic. I mean, those guys were fast. And it's it was maybe a little different style back in the day, but not much. It's 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 always been a challenge. Very rarely does somebody have two guys in a three-four defense that are both the quality of the two that guys they have here. Most teams have one, and the other guy's a guy that's up and coming. Uh, but this team has two, and it does make that that part of it is a challenge. Uh, as far as uh, Spencer Burford, I, I realize he's. I think he's the third youngest guy on the roster, and he's got tons of room to to grow. But what does he need to do to sort of solidify um, a spot as a starter? What are you looking for from him? Well, the consistency factor is uh, is number one thing. I mean, an offensive line play, it's it's throughout. As the, as the year goes on and, and the season gets longer and people see what you do and they see, as we talked about earlier in the year, they start you start developing a game, right? They, they see what your game is and they see what they can take advantage of. And um, and so as that happens, you have to, to have to play with to a level of consistency. And with him, it's, it's it's some physical consistency, but so much of it comes back to there's just a lot of parts to the offense that – and he knows it. It's just in, in the spur of the moment, in the game, sometimes it's not quite – Right, and then all of a sudden you're a little bit off with your technique, and then all of a sudden there's a player or two that just aren't that, that aren't what they need to be. Um, so the, the, in the offensive line, sometimes consistency weighs out way way over a uh, big play because a big play for a right guard, okay, he reaches the three technique and pancakes him versus he reaches the three technique and the guy just can't make the tackle, and both plays are running around the corner eight yards away from him. One of them is a dominant play, the other one's just an okay play. Neither one of them is going to make that big a difference in the outcome of the game. Uh, if he falls on his face and misses him, it will. Whereas a running back, 
that same difference if he makes an outstanding play in the open field and makes a free safety miss and as opposed to just a guy that gets tackled by the free safety that's a huge difference in the outcome of the game so with offensive line you're like yeah you love the splash plays but you have to see the consistency and that's what's hard as an offensive lineman it is a grind day in and day out week in and week out especially when i say you start establishing maybe some things that they see about you and things that they'll try to take advantage of and you then have to counter so it's just a consistency thing it's he's played very good football for us he's gotten better every single week and he continues to progress you play a team like the ravens that put a lot of guys up, up near the line of scrimmage and you don't know which guys are coming which guys are dropping um, what, what are the pros and cons of that from your standpoint? What, what are the downfalls and what are the potential rewards when, if you figure it out right and do everything you, you need to? Well, the downside is, is that you, you, for us, everything that we do is we coach, it's fundamentals. Okay. So you have a play of protection called, let's say we're talking about pass protection because they're on the line of scrimmage and you have protection called, okay, I got him, I got him, I got him. And then, and then if they're stationary, if they're just stagnant, if they're just lined up, you're like, okay. Here's how we're going to pass set, and here's how the helps work, and here's who we're working to, and we're going to try and slide out and help our tackler, help our double team, our guard based on the people, and where Aaron Donald is affects things and, and things like that. So you can kind of set, you can set your feet and say, okay, here I go. Now you have eight, nine guys in the line of scrimmage, and it appears to be one thing, and then all of a sudden it becomes something else, and you have to adjust on a fly, or you have to set the guy differently because there's three there's two players standing one in either gap you can't just set the one without being conscious of the other because you might get picked or some other things can happen so there are some real there's there's some real challenges for us the the disadvantage and I, i'm not a defensive coach so uh, I, I have seen sometimes you know obviously they have all the guys line of scrimmage and i remember one time we were playing this goes back to a story i mentioned jack del rio and we were in minnesota we played new england a long 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 time ago in the uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. But on a third and twelve, in a game that we had, we decided to bluff. The, he, he decided to bluff as the inside linebacker in the A gap. I don't know if it was Jack or somebody else. I'm not going to put on Jack. But um, and all of a sudden, and we drop back, and they threw a ball right over his head, and he was probably three inches from tipping the ball. Probably would have been an interception at the end of the game. Ended up being a play that got him a big first down. They ended up beating us in a comeback victory. The point is, you're up in the line of scrimmage, and you have to go do your coverage. There sometimes is that little bit of gap where you can't quite get where you're supposed to be, and so you, you know there can be that disadvantage. I'm not speaking to them. I have no idea uh, exactly what they tell their guys on every single one when it comes to coverage, but that can be the disadvantage and where we can take advantage. I've seen it some on, re on receiver screens. You know they play screens very very well, but every now and then the, res the receiver screen goes out the way, then they're kind of dropping guys the other direction. That's what we want to do the Ravens. They go out the other direction, and then you throw the screen out there, and all of a sudden you got these guys. There's nobody over there to help make the play. So there's there's a there's a plus minus and all that stuff uh, but it does it makes it really really hard fundamentally to zone in and lock in and you have to have a lot of experience to and start seeing okay how can I set and block these guys given the different parameters yeah, I would assume they're really sound uh, they're, 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 they're as well coached to defenses uh, as 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 the record indicates they've been there for a long time they know what they're doing they're very they're veteran players they're, they're, they're one of the better coach defenses that we faced all year been around so many great players. Where does Christian McCaffrey sort of rank among the best running backs you've been around and why? Well, the thing is, is that the thing when I got in the NFL, what I noticed, okay, so you're coming, I coached in college for 10 years. I was a big, I grew up a Green Bay Packer fan. I mean, I grew up in the 60s with the Packers. I mean, I remember when Bart Starr, we relived the, the, the quarterback sneak 20 times in my family room the day it happened. I'm diving over pillows and who's going to be star and who's going to be Chuck Mercine with his hands up and Jerry Crane, all that stuff. And we did all that. It was, it was cool. And, and uh, so I grew up and I remember my dad taking me down and watching these players walk by Bart Starr, Ray Nitschke, Willie Davis, all of them. I'm like, holy cow, Jim Taylor, this is the great, I mean, a starstruck kid, right? Like all of us. And then you fast forward, you know, 
whatever, how many years, I'm 30 years old, and I get my first job in the NFL, and I'm coaching for the Vikings. I remember my mom, the first question, she said, this is old, sorry. My mom, she goes, uh, she goes, Chris, what are you gonna do when you guys play the Packers? I said, mom, the Vikings pay me. We're gonna beat the shit out of them is what we're gonna do, sorry. <laughs> That's what we're gonna try and do anyway, you know? But anyway, so get to the long story short is, when I get to the NFL, I had in my mind Trent Williams, you know, Jerry, Jerry, you know, all these guys, Bart Starr, you, you have these, these star-like images. Then you get on the field and you realize so much of the NFL, it's guys that aren't as big as you think they are. They're not as, what it is, it's the work ethic. It's the, ta it's, it's the talents there. You got to have, as Kyle says, you got to be able to get in the club, right? We're all sitting where we sit because we didn't, we, I mean, maybe you guys could and you passed on it, but I couldn't get in the club. I couldn't get in the club of playing in the NFL, right? So I couldn't get in the club. But once you're in the club, it's the guys that work the hardest. Is Peyton Manning, did Peyton Manning have the greatest arm of all time? Or did he just work at an extremely incredible level to understand defenses and do what he did with the offense that he did, how he manipulated protections and how he ran his offense, right? Um, every single player I went, as, as I started to go through the league, it's, it's the guys that work. Yes, every now and then there are the guys that have just incredible talent that don't do it. Now let's get back to Christian. Christian's that guy that does have the talent to get in the club. He's obviously fast, he's big enough, he's strong enough, but his attention to detail in every little thing that he does is like I say, it's. It's Manning-like. I mean, I, he's the only guy that I know that I can say I was with that is that I've never seen anything like it. You know, I've never seen the detail he went in um, to, to, to went into everything that he did. And that's what I see with Christian. That's what sets him apart. And then the, the other thing is, which is all of them, there has to be a level. There's an incredible competitive drive and toughness like that first guy's not getting him down. And, and, and there were some things said this week about some other running backs running against how hard they ran against uh, this defense. Now, I can promise you Christian Steaming is somebody saying, oh, this guy ran really hard. I mean, they, were, they did a great job. That running back really got after the, the – you know, he ran hard against the Ravens. And if you think that's hard, Christian's thinking to himself, I'll show you what hard is. You know? and, and there's still that I'm going to show you mentality with this guy. So not only is he a great attention to detail, he freaking works his tail off and everything. Every single minute of every single day, he's fired up. I'll give you one more story about Christian. Okay, so yesterday, we're going to start practice. We're doing team takeoff. You guys are out there early. We do two simple little plays. Where we're kind of running screens on air or something like that. And uh, Christian, we got about 40 seconds before the period starts. I go, Christian. I said, man, we're going to have these guys, man. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna play fast. We're going to play physical. I really feel good. I mean, you know, and I don't know. Shoot, the Ravens are a great defense. We'll, we'll do the best we can. But I was being positive, pumping them up, you know? And literally, it was like we were in the locker room getting ready to go play the game. He was so fired up. He's like, I, I agree, Coach. And you could see his eyes get big, and he started to twitch a little bit. And he's like, I think we're going to get these guys. You know, I really think we can get these guys. I'm like, yeah, I think we can, Chris. I'm like, dude, I was just kind of giving you a little banter before we start the period, and he's ready to go run out the tunnel and play the game. So it's not – it's not fake. It's legit. It's just who he is. It oozes out of him, his preparation, all the things he does. So I could talk forever about Chris McCaffrey because he's he's one. He's like I said, he's almost one of a kind. Did you see him on the Manning cast Monday night. I didn't get to watch it. No, I know the Manning. I didn't hear what he said though. He was able to identify basically a, a Philadelphia Eagles play before it happened, just based on formation and you know whatever. Who was doing that, Peyton or? Uh, Christian. Christian, of course he did, yeah. Because those two guys right there, they're two peas in a pod right there. If you, They'd be arguing in the backfield as to what they should be doing, I'm sure, if they both run the same team. But it's, it's outstanding. It's really cool. Did it. No idea. I, had no, I just knew he was a good player. Carolina played hard. Stanford, I knew the guys that stat coached at Stanford, so I knew the people there. They spoke so highly of him. I actually, uh, when I was at Stanford back in the day with Denny Green, Ed McCaffrey, his dad, played for us. So I knew Ed. I didn't know Christian. So. 
you were on Denny Green's staff? Yeah, I coached with Denny at uh, I coached with Denny at Stanford, and then uh, for three years I was uh, I was there with Jack Elway for one. Then they, Jack they fired Jack and they kept me around because I was the lowest paid guy in the staff, so they kept me around. And then when uh, Denny went to the Vikings, he said I was too young to go to the NFL, so I was out for a year and I went to the University of Minnesota, conveniently. And luckily I kept in touch with Denny and the guys that went from the Stanford staff to the Vikings. The next year he hired me with the Vikings. So thank you, thank you guys, appreciate it. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 